Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Well, it's Bounce Down Extra. Yes, you heard right. We're doing an extra show. Had to give this game a little bit more attention. So we're playing Melbourne at Optus Oval at 3.20 Western Standard Time. And I had to talk to somebody that wasn't an Eagles fan. So we've got one of the best, if not the die-hardest, red and blue-blooded, die-hard Melbourne member you could ever meet. He also runs a Lace Out podcast, which I've been on before, so I'm returning the favour. We've got him back on the show. So welcome to the show, the one and only Mr. Chris Pepper. How you going, buddy? Was it is absolutely a pleasure and an honour to be on uh, with you and your loyal listeners because you've uh, been on Lace Out, I think, for three years in a row. Uh, so it's great to be able to return someone on the opposite side of the country about a very interesting game occurring this Sunday. So wrap to be on board um, and wrap to have a chat to all of your loyal listeners. All right. Um, before we get on, I just want to give a shout out to my sponsor, which is Tom at Plus Fitness, Subiaco, Hillary's and Joondalup. Get on there, tell him you're from Eagle Nation or tell him you're here, you, you've heard the guy from Lace Out and uh, he might give you an even better deal or he might whip you a bit harder. Um, Lace Out podcast, um, Chris, Tell our listeners what it's about. Um, give it a spruik. I'll give it a spruik, mate. Look, and, and uh, sponsors. Oh, don't worry about the sponsors. It's all about Lace Out today, mate, but I appreciate it. But look, Lace Out's as simple as this. Uh, we are the number one non-club affiliated uh, podcast this side of the Westgate Bridge over here in Melbourne. Uh, we've been going since 2018. So what's that? It's sixth season. And we just talk footy. We, we're, we're like Wazza. We love footy. We love just chatting about the great game. We don't focus on one particular team. We just talk about the great things about football, the bad things about football. We keep it honest. We keep it real. Um, something that you don't get always from the AFL. And we just um, we do it. <laughs> we love we love footy. And you know we just um, we've been going like I said six years, and we're going to hopefully continue for a lot longer. So to be on the Eagle Nation to have a chat about this game, uh, like I said, is, is a massive um, a massive honour. And um, you've, your club is being looked after by an absolute superstar in Wazza. So uh, we go every Tuesday night live on our Facebook page. Uh, we also do Tipped Out, which is our tip de- tipping segment, similar to the one that you're seeing now, and we roll those out uh, twice a week. So it's um, it's a great start to the season. It's an interesting start to the season, and it's, uh, it's an interesting time for this game to hit uh, the shores, considering where both teams are sort of sitting at the moment on the ladder. Yeah, well, look, it, um, well, how, how do I say it? You guys are the red hot favourites for the, the flag, and we're the red hot favourites for the spoon. So, two different spectrums. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting game. I was a bit worried Listen, about this game. Let's be honest. Yep. You had our measure for quite a long, long time. I know you sent me, you know, a bit of a synopsis about the history and so forth. And when I look at the history of the Eagles of 137 on one, we've won 19. 19, yep. At our measure, so we might be able to squeeze one more closer to that thirty-seven this weekend. I think you've had the uh, the recent history on us. So um, since two thousand and eighteen, since that um, probably the preliminary that you don't want to remember. Since then, you've probably had the wood on us um, and Optus Oval, Optus Stadium. 
doesn't hold any fears for you guys. You've won a flag. Oh, the hallowed ground. It's it's <laughs> the second best stadium outside of the MCG. We 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 walk through those doors six feet taller because that was the moment that we had our our greatest win in fifty seven years. So we yep, can't um, go um, any bigger than that. So well, very. If things keep going the way they're going, you might get to see it over in your hallowed ground, the MCG. So it's, uh, fingers crossed for you. Um, we'll just basically give it. Well, we said in the Bounce Town show, so I won't say the, uh, the biggest wins because we all know that. But yours was the most recent one, so you know you won by seventy four points. So again, I think the last time I spoke, well, one of the first, second last time I spoke to you was about injuries. So. That's probably read ahead again. So maybe you're the hex on the Eagles here, mate, because uh, <laughs> the injuries happened the week before I spoke to you first on Lace Out, and now it's uh, happened again. Week after. You on yeah. here, so. Oh, and I said to you before we joined, and just jumping onto that, uh, listeners, I actually said I don't believe in honourable losses. I, I can't stand them. I think that's just a false economy when it comes to those sort of things. Yep. But just the testicular fortitude that your club showed to push a team that, you know, is supposed to be a finals contender uh, after virtually having seven players out go throughout that game, uh, massive pat on the back too. So I know it's going to be, it's going to be tough this week, but if I, was, if I was Adam Simpson going into what I saw last week, I'd be saying, guys, that's what we want to focus on is that, that grit and determination. Yeah. And even the week before against GWS was, was really, really nice to see. So... There's something. There's something. There's a little bit of a flame. So you know, embrace it. It's it's all about pride in the jumper, and um, there's a bit more depth there. So we'll get more into that into the game. You you touched on last week. You guys easily accounted for Sydney. They did challenge you a few times there, but I think you guys were just in second gear. You stepped up a gear late in the second, um, and then your second half was basically yours, really, if we want to be honest. And Clayton Oliver's probably in his. He's in Brownlow medal form, if you want to be honest. Um, yeah, a little blood nut. So uh, you got to love those little ginger ninjas running around. He, he is – I said it on Lace Out the other night. If he continues his career at this trajectory, he will go down as the greatest Melbourne football club player. And that's – we're talking like Steins, Barassi, Cordner, Flower, Steins, Lyon, uh, Nathan Jones, Neats. That, that well, is a big – yep. Eagles fans are like every name that you said there except Gary Lyon. <laughs> okay. Yep. No, and, and all those oh, – I'm going to throw in Andy Lovell or uh, Stephen oh, Armstrong. You can throw in a couple of those as well. Too. That's one, uh, he, we'll get to that later on. That's one guy I forgot about, but um, we'll bring him up later on. Let's go to the Let's go to the game. Let's look at the possible lineups. Um. The, the teams aren't out as we are recording this, so they'll probably come out just as I post it up online. But I can't see too many changes for the uh, Melbourne Footy Club. Um, ben Brown was probably the one that got subbed out last week. So if there's any changes, it could be him. If it's him, who who would come in? Would it uh, be? Oh, I think it'll be a straight swap. If I reckon, I don't think he'll play. He has. Yeah. He's had a back in. If you've got a guy who's, what, six foot, six foot six, sore back, flying all the way to Perth, you, you wouldn't risk him in, in, uh, against against West Coast in the condition that they are in. Yeah. On a bigger ground, I'd go in with a smaller forward line. Cosy Pickett straight in. So you lose Brown, replace him. You've got um, 
Petty plays forward, you've got Fritz to play forward, and then you've got the the, the semi-mosquito flit, Neil Bullen, Spargo, et cetera, to run around as well. So I think that's the only change. Depending on if they want to bring in a, another another backman, maybe Tomlinson or McDonald might come in. But outside of that, Cozzy will be in for sure. Uh, ben Brown will be the one that I'm not too confident in. I think uh, you don't, you, if the guy's got a sore back and you've got to fly to the other side of the country, just, just rest him, have the week off. Fair enough, fair enough. The Eagles will probably be looking to about six to eight changes. So they've got a bevy of uh, – their waffle side was looking good for their first round this week, but it looks like it's going to be decimated. So it's going to be sort of like – a bit like 2022 all over again, but a little bit more depth for the Eagles. Uh, we won't go into who comes in because we I did that in the last show and the teams could be out. Are they well, out? they are out. They yeah, are and out. you're actually having 10. Ten players are coming in. Yep. So ten are coming. Can you name them? Yeah, I can name them. So they're including those on the extended bench. Uh, Greg Clark, which is I reckon the best, one of the best names in footy. Well, that's old school. Greg Clark. Good Uh, player. Jack Petricelli, Josh Rotham, Jai Cully are all coming in. Plus some others as well too. I'm just looking at the the brief, the brief overview. But yeah, Ben Brown won't be playing, and so I reckon Cosy Pickett and Tom McDonald are the only two that can come in. And that's no disrespect to the others, but after what happened last week, um, you wouldn't want to change a, a winning team. So I think I think they're we're pretty settled. And unfortunately, you've got to make a lot of that's the most changes I've seen in a game. Ten. Well, we uh, Dan that does the show with us, he's always had a thing that if you make any more than five or six changes, you're never going to win the game. So maybe they're thinking that. Maybe they're going to cause the upset of the year. Can you see that happening, Chris? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, look, I'm a supporter, I am a realist, all right? And there's not often that I go over to Perth not worrying, but just the players that have usually given us trouble over the years, you know, Flying Ryan's been one of them. Yep. Uh, Rioli's not there. Like these guys cause us trouble. They're not there. They're not playing, whether they're a different club, injured, et cetera. Um, we're literally going in full strength and you're going in half strength. So it's almost um, – it's almost the VB going in against the, um, the Great Northern, uh, and I think the I think the full strength will, will definitely take it out. I just don't know how big the margin's going to be. That's that's that would be my concern if Melbourne want to play their aggressiveness. We we very rarely put the foot to the throat. Yeah, it could be one. Well, it could be. I'm just looking at the, I am looking at the list now. So West Coast brought in Brady Hoff, uh, Elliot Yo's interesting one. He's back in, so it'd be the first game for the season. Um, yeah, Greg Clark's been probably the best at um, the lower level. Luke Edwards is a bit of a surprise for me, uh, midfielder, but it's his first game. That'd be first game in a while because he's had an injury last year. Pedro Celli kicked four goals last week in the State League. O'Neill, Luke Foley, well, that's coming for the back line, Josh Rotham and Cully. So they've only named the six out there. Oh, there's another one there, Dom Sheed, out with a throat. So that's a... Uh, it's a surprise. Yeah, I, I that's a massive I said, surprise. I, I couldn't I couldn't keep track. I think there was one stage they said that Adam Simpson turned around to chat to the bench and there was no one there. Yeah, well he he, he was like, What what do I, what am I gonna do? Uh they put Chester back on. He had an injured knee. He ended up uh running sixteen kilometers and he's done a knee, a medial ligament. So that's pretty impressive. That's pretty brave. Um didn't get probably only got twelve possession. Didn't get enough of the ball, but yeah, Liam Ryan went back on. 
they had no choice. Basically, they had to fill the they had to fill positions on the ground. So, well, look, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like you said, it's going to be probably the the margin, and well, it depends on what you get. You know, some of these young guys from the Eagles. Well, we saw um, Gen, Gen, Jinbi uh, get the rising star. Somebody else might put the name up. So we're very impressed over here with a guy called Noah Long. So I don't know if you've seen much of him. But no, I haven't heard much of him. He's very good yeah, with the ball in hand. Very yep. good decision maker. Yep. So, um, you know, so they're the newer guys. So for our listeners out there, for Melbourne, who are the players that, your future stars that we should be looking at, like we know Jacob Van Royen, as it's pronounced, and he kicked three goals on debut. So, you know, you know, a lot of Western Australians know about him. He's been in the press a lot over here for a while. Who are some of the other players that are, that we can look out for? Yeah, certainly. So, look, I tried to think of this a little bit differently because Melbourne, they've been on TV for a fair bit because uh, – and and we only debuted one player last year, which was Daniel Turner, and he got his um, his nose broken or his jaw broken first game he ever played. He hasn't played a game since. So, from a, a debuting perspective, we've actually debuted more players this year than we did for the entire year last year. And one of them is actually a WA boy. He plays in the back pocket. His name's Judd McVie. Yeah, Judd McVie, uh, yep. Judd McVie. Uh, from what I've – Yep, absolutely love what he does. Um, the, what I like about him, he's like an honest back pocket where he, he takes his man, he makes a mistake, he owns up to it, but he's willing to take the ball on. He's willing to run out, run it out of the back line as well too. Um, his decision-making is fantastic. He, he loves to sell a bit of candy um, and his, his kicking efficiency uh, is, 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 a, is especially sublime. So he's one that he's only played his three games, but he if he keeps going at, like I said, the trajectory he's going right now, is a massive chance to, to lock in that back pocket spot, which is it's sort of been up and down. Um, we need to find a replacement for Hibbert, and I reckon he'd be a really good slot in for that one. Uh, yeah, another I'm one, yep. Another one that I'd be looking at is hasn't played a game yet, uh, but he was drafted and he has. Uh, I think he signed on until the end of twenty twenty five. Is a guy by the name of Blake Howes. Now he was going to play potentially last year. Unfortunately, got a stress fracture in his foot. He was a travelling emergency for for quite a number of weeks. Um, he he can he, he, put it this way: if Lockie Hunter wasn't where he is right now, he would have slotted into that wing. He's a running machine. He, yeah. He's just a footballer. Uh, can take a strong mark. Does mind kicking a goal? So I can see him slotting in if they decide to give people a bit of a rest towards the back end of the season. I reckon he could he could slot in and get a bit of a taste of it this year. Um, and finally, an, another one that I'd be looking at off the um, rookie list. You mentioned him in, in the notes. Is a guy by the name of Oliver Seston. Yeah, but um, I want to bring him up. <laughs> yeah. Quick 24 goals in an underage game. Uh, he's had a great start to his VFL side of things uh, in the first couple of weeks, and he's on the rookie list, but he might be a massive chance uh, to make a debut. So I think that the, the future's bright. Uh, the future's in red and blue. Uh, but they're the three that I'd, I'd have a bit of a look at. One playing at the moment and the other two um, just stay tuned for. How's um the young Jefferson boy? He was your first round draft pick. Uh, yep. How's he suiting up in? He the, had a great week. Had a great week. Kick four last week, um, and I think that was a smart thing that Melbourne did because they know that Melbourne, uh, yeah, Melbourne are going to 
lose Brown, they're going to lose McDonald, and they've had to stock up on a couple of key forwards. They've got an absolute ripper in Van Royen. Like I'm wrapped that they gave him that extra that that full year in the VFL. Yeah, and um, I think they're going to do the same sort of thing to Jefferson as well too. And he just needs to put on a bit of size. He can take a mark, and I, I like the cut of his jib. Uh, but I don't think he'll play this year. He's a bit thin. Give him another preseason and anything can happen. But uh, I think that they're, they're going to set their stocks up in the forward line. I wouldn't be surprised this year draft-wise. If they don't pick up midfielders, they'll be looking towards getting a key back because May's turned 31 and they'll want to probably replace him very, very shortly. So, But, yeah, Jefferson, absolutely love what he's bringing to the, bringing to the plate. And we're in a good spot where we don't have to play him now because we've got um, everything working pretty well at the moment. Yeah, well, it looks good from uh... – a Melbourne point of view, so hopefully you don't have any injuries going forward for you guys. Um, don't get, you know, the same curse that the Eagles uh, fans have got. So you could be looking very pretty dead towards the end of the season. Before we get into some memorable games against West Coast and Melbourne and some ex-players, where do you think the game's going to be won? Is is Grundy going to – is it going to be Grundy? Is it going to be the midfield – is it going to be a small forward? You just said small forwards. The Eagles were troubled by Fremantle with their small forwards. Is that where the game's going to be won? Uh, I think it's going to be a sum of all parts. I think you mentioned us beating Sydney last week. The thing that was was great about that game is, is that, that what happened the week before against Brisbane where they were beaten in the contest and they will smashed by 30 in the contested ball, that came back and then they won by 30 this weekend, 30 plus. And I think that's where it's going to be. Uh, the other thing is because it's a bigger ground, People like Hunter and Langdon on the wings are just going to get, they're just going to work up and back all day, all yeah. day. Um, the, also, the, the, the half forward line, like I said, well, I mentioned Spargo. Kyle Chandler has been sensational these first four weeks. Um, Neil Bullen, he, he's a running machine. Sparrow's a running machine. So I think it's going to be, yeah, the contested ball. And I can see the Eagles maybe going for a quarter, quarter and a half. And I, if, because you've got so many young kids, I think, coming in. You play against a team with bigger bodies uh, who who love to smash and crash and get the ball on the outside. They'll be able to go with it for 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 a while, but no, I just think it's going to be a war of attrition. Then after a while, it might open up in the back end. So I reckon, um, and Cosy Pickett, he's back. He's just going to launch it, and they're going to have Petty and they're going to have uh, um, Fritz down forward. So I think it's it's going to be one of those things that I think the the contested ball is going to be where they where they're going to win it. And then it's just going to open up, and I can probably see it opening up halfway through the third quite considerably. Well, West Coast, um, you just said contested ball. Actually, it's been their best year since 2019 for contested ball um, in the first three games. So that's probably one area they have improved. But again, got to look at the the people that are out on the ground. So that could change things all up. And only probably saving grace from an Eagles fan, it's probably is it at at Optus. Um, but in saying that, we got Kane by 12 goals last time he's played. So <laughs> I'm trying to find a silver lining and I can't find one. But all you, all you guys need to do is just, you know, do a Brisbane, but instead of knocking the lights out, just get a bolt of lightning to strike again. <laughs> get off the ground for a while. Because if you remember that game, yeah. we did the exact same thing. You came back and they kicked seven goals in a five quarter minutes. In a yep. Yeah. And it looked a little bit scary. So, Hey, stranger things have happened, uh, but well, I think this is the most confident I've been going into a West Coast game for, for quite a long time. Yeah, and um, I think West Coast fans have realised now that, you know, maybe it is time to rebuild. 
and that rebuild word is getting used quite a lot in the last week. Uh, they didn't really want to face it. So, you know, I, for Eagles fans, I don't want them to jump off the board and just say, look, sack Simo, do this, do that, because, you know, the future's bright over here. Uh, we finally got some good players in the draft. We've got some good players that are actually fit now in the seconds that are coming up. So with 10 changes, again, you know, it, you know, just go there and enjoy and see see the future of the Eagles because some of these players are going to be midfielders for the Eagles for the next 10, 15 years in Jinby, Hewitt. I'm um, even going to see Long in there, uh, Brady Hofstad, uh, Diamond in the Rough off a halfback. So there's some good players there for the Eagles. And as you said, it's going to be the margin. So give me your margin. <laughs> okay. Before I give you your margin, I, 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 and I'm, I'm not being um, not sucking up here. I actually think you've probably got the, the rising star winner. I reckon Jinby is a massive, massive chance for it. He, he, he is. He's a, he's a big boy. So, look, uh, you know, I hope he, he goes all the way through and see how it goes, but I hope a few of the other guys ride, ride his coat, coattails and show I up. Just, I, just like the way, I just like the way he attacks it, the way he plays, and I think he's he stands out in a, in a, in a, in a footballer's way. If that makes sense, um, and I think well, I'm that's hoping they... um, Jai Cully follows this week, and um, it's going to be interesting. I think uh, Andrew Gaff will go on to uh, the Blood Nut yep. and um, try and run with him and try and quell his influence. So, look, for a margin, I'm looking anything under ten goals. We're happy. Yeah, I'll, I'll, look, I was going to probably go. I'd go seventy plus, and I'm. Um, if Melbourne are legit, and when yeah. I say this, this is the type of game that they've had played against them many, many times. Yeah. West Coast did, a, did it to us in a final. Essendon did it at the MCG. Uh, you can remember the the, the 186 at Geelong. Like we've been smashed when we've been at a, at a low point. And West Coast, just because of uh, from an injury perspective, they are a bit of a low point. When we, this is a game that we should be going over and saying, okay, this is an opportunity. Just obviously get some confidence in ourselves, but also put put some percentage on the board because we know yeah. how important that is at the end of the year. Um, so I'd say 12, 12 goals, less than that, I would be a little bit disappointed, uh, especially after they beat Sydney by 50. That's the way that I'm sort of looking at yeah. it. If they've been able to a Sydney team, they should be able to do this to West Coast. But stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. Sometimes when you're playing lesser, lesser, uh, lesser teams, in all respect, they tend to almost sometimes bring you down to their level, and it's yep. not as free flowing as you think it would be, too. But uh, look, I just hope I just hope it's it's just one of those games that you know you you can actually see some 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 light shining at the end of the tunnel, and we can go okay, we've ticked that one off. Let's move to the next one. So I think if we can get a little bit of both and have have a happy medium, you know, we can come on next week and go ah, it was all good. Well, it could be the upset of the. Upset of the year. <laughs> upset of the season and then join us and then join me on Tuesday night on Lace Out and hear my mega rant of how bad we are. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we wrap it up, um, your most memorable game between the Melbourne and the Eagles? Oh, I'd have to go back to 19, 1988. Uh, elimination final. Uh, and the only reason why I say that is, is that I was at that game. Yeah. And when Renstead runs in and misses. Yeah. And the siren goes, they show they go to the crowd, and there's my mum cheering on the <laughs> screen. If you, to, if you go to YouTube and look it up, uh-huh. she's the curly head lady, and then you see a young bloke jump the fence. That's me. So uh-huh. that was just one of my 
one of my you know, one of my best games that I've I've seen. Uh, but also, if you want to go the low lights, you know, to give you guys a bit of the, the 2018 uh, prelim, I, we had no chance of winning that. And but I'm happy to say we lost the premiers that year. So that was that was okay. So we've had our bad times, but we've had our good times. But it's always generally been uh, a nice little semi rivalry between the, the the east and the west when it comes to the Melbourne and uh, the Eagles. Well, we're running out of time here because we're doing this via Zoom because Chris, if you haven't worked out, lives in Melbourne. I live in Perth, so couldn't be in the same studio. Before you go, we've had a few players that have played at each clubs. Darren Bennett's probably been the best that's gone from West Coast to Melbourne for games played. Uh, Craig Turley's also gone. Um, who else did we have? We had uh, Andy Lovell. Andy Lovell, which was a straight swap for Craig Turley. And Stephen Armstrong, Armstrong won a premiership with the Eagles. So which one of those guys do you reckon stood out or was one of your, maybe somebody that you liked? You know what? Out of them all, look, I was a massive Darren Bennett fan. You could not love him because, you know, when when we weren't going that well, we had a super boot. Like he was the, the first super boot, goes over and plays at the NFL. Turley was sensational when he came over to us as well too. So he added a bit, bit of that grunt that we never had. And Andy Lovell, everybody at Melbourne loves Andy Lovell. For what he did, so that was good that he was able to continue his career over there. And, and Stephen Armstrong was one of those situations where, okay, go over to Perth, he wins a flag. So in each of those scenarios, there it wasn't that, oh, you bastards, you've taken him, etc. It was like, okay, win-win. Yep. So there's no, there's no um, negativity towards any of those guys. But if you had to say, like, which one do you love the most? I'd go Bennett, and then I'd go in with a bit of Andy Lovell. Chopper. Love you. Love your chopper. Yeah, Andy Lovell was one of my favourites. I have to go Andy Lovell. So, because when he came over, I said, oh, we're, we're, I think we got three seasons out of him. And I loved it. I loved the way he played. Well, number eight. So, it was pretty good. Uh, Turley probably only played 16 games for Melbourne. So, probably didn't get, probably got him when he was at the wrong end of his career. But then you're saying that he only played 100 and something for the Eagles. So, Oh, he was influential in those 17 games. Don't worry about that. Yeah, so, look, uh, it was pretty good. So, like you said, um, there was no angst either way there, not as many as I thought there would have been, so compared to other clubs. So, look, I think you're going to be singing that song pretty loud uh, this weekend. It's the same song that is my Waffle Club uses, the uh, grand old flag. I'm not going to sing it now, but... Um, Okay, the point, like, no, it's the same as my local football club, who I played 377 games for the Great East Keeler Football Club. 377, and, uh, Jesus Christ! I played, yep, and I can tell you all about every single one of them if you like. But no, it's 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 a great song. I love it. But you know, this is what footy's all about: is that two people yep. from opposite sides of the country can sit and talk about their teams in a you know a civilized manner. Um, and so I, I just say thank you very much for for having me on and and having the opportunity to talk about lace out and. How awesome it is. And no, and well, thanks for being on, Chris. Uh, like you said, um, you know, this this is the man who gave me the chance to see a grand final at Optus Oval. Without him, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So appreciate that very much. And I have to repay the favour one day somehow. So um, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for giving me your okay. honest um, opinion on the game. And um, I'm hoping it's an upset of the year, but I can't see it. I think it's going to be a massacre, so, a massacre at Optus. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the wrong colour blood's going to be uh, flowing. So, um, anyway, thanks for being on, guys. Uh, join us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Go to Linktree. Download the shows from there. 
make sure you listen out to Lace Out every week because, like he said, he covers every game. If you want to look for some tips, he might better help you out that way. My tipping's gone up to shit, so I might have to start listening a lot more. I did get six last week. Oh, good on you, mate, because I, I had one on Sunday and then I got <laughs> I was going to change them all and I didn't end up with four, so it was good. So. And I would have had seven if you didn't get eight injuries during the game. <laughs> you would have won that. You would have won yeah, that. You're going to be saying West Coast, so... Nah. Alright, thanks a lot, mate, and uh, we'll talk soon. All the best. See you, listeners. Coast sky, our will to win will never die.